by my bed Folded hands and tilted head I thank the Lord for my wanted and my bread Thankful to be a part of God's flock of chosen sheep Waking from my slumber while the world is still asleep Freedom loving Patriotic, deplorable bum. I reside in the States, but Scotland is where I'm from. Sometimes I feel defeated, but we will always stand tall. Fighting with my family, we go on, we go on. We make Our Bibles and tots of bread and wine Indoctrinate our children Throw the world into decline May the people need to stand firm and understand Without liberty and freedom All we have is dirt and land Holding the sword high I'll stand firmly through the pain what I have lost is what the wisdom I have gained. If you find me on my knees, it's not because I'm defeated. It was my prayer for the war, the only weapon I needed. We may fall, holding the line. We may fall, but we'll be fine. Good evening, family. How's everybody doing tonight? Absolutely blessing to be here. Another beautiful day here, minus the chemtrails. Boy, they made up, but they made it the last couple of days for sure for those nice days that we had. But guys, this is going to be a great episode. It's Kilt to Christian episode 539. We've got Allie Graff, 
and this is the first time we've had her on in probably a year and a half since she ran for office. So I'm blessed to have her because we need fighters. And the ladies that I got on her and Teresa are like the epitome of fighters here in this country. And if we had like three or four million more, we would not be in this dilemma that we're in right now. So it's going to be a phenomenal conversation. Absolutely blessed to have them back. Guys, this is Kilt the Christian, episode 539. Ali Graff is our guest this evening. Guys, let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. So for those of you that did not get a chance to say hello to in the opening, I'm so thankful you're here. God bless you all, and I hope you had an absolutely beautiful day. You all are staying warm and uh, just enjoying what we have, guys, before all the real chaos kicks in. But we're going to talk to some fighters here this evening. We've got a little roundtable going. A matter of fact, we've got the same group here that we had last time we were on the show. We got a couple of extra people in here first. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce them before we bring the guest in. So first, we have... Moonwolf, Nathan, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing well, brother. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I thank you very much for getting us back in contact. Like I said, it's been a while, and uh, and Ellie hasn't stopped doing it, hasn't stopped doing her work. As a matter of fact, we uh, saw a video the other day that just shows what a fighter. Um, I love watching stuff where the uh, the House or the Senate or the people in the in the uh, local um, government are nervous and don't know what to say. <laughs> and and Allie, when she goes in, she goes in on fire. And she goes in because she knows what she's talking about, for one thing. She she always has her teeth crossed and her eyes dotted. And just watching the people behind the other desk squirm when she goes up and lays down the law is just absolutely amazing. So first off, Nathan, great, grateful to see you, brother. I'm glad you were here. Um, next, we're going to bring in the Conley. Conley, brother, how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Hi, kids. I'm just grateful to be the eye candy tonight. <laughs> and you definitely are, man. Um, and and as, as you guys can all see here on this audio show, how great Conley looks this evening. Yeah, I'm wearing pants for this special occasion. So it's a neat deal. <laughs> see, that's how much Conley cares. And I, I reached out to him because you were, um, both of you guys were on the show last time we, we had this interview. So I figured we'd come back in and, and do a little bit of a roundtable. So I appreciate you popping in here with us, brother. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. I'm, I'm glad to do it. Glad to be Anytime, anytime you ask, I'm willing to show. Exactly. And I'm, I'm glad you're getting your voice back, too. I know you've been sick. Um, we pray, praying for you on the show. So I'm grateful Thank that you. you're able to speak. Um, <laughs> me, too. Although I have some exes that probably be like, well, we wish it just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all have some of those. Um, oh, you know, that's all good. So we'll, we'll move on and we'll say hello to um, Ali Graff. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having us back on. Um, no, absolutely. I am wearing pants also. <laughs> See, everyone's so kind everybody came fully clothed that's awesome it's good news except for me because for all we know you know it's it's like waist up i could be sitting here in boxers and flip-flops like nobody would know i know except I, for I know. Know. <laughs> except for nathan who was sitting right here next to me where's your where's your hand nathan <laughs> hands up yeah and then finally we've got Teresa. Teresa, how are you doing tonight Tracy, I'm sorry, Tracy. I, I just talked to a Teresa right before the show. Tracy, how are you doing tonight? I am doing very well, Duncan. Thank you. And thank you for having us back. Well, it's my pleasure. And um, I just, before we get in the conversation, um, I just want to thank you two for doing all that you're doing. Right now, um, we, we're obviously 
it's been a lot has happened since we last talked. The world's gone crazy. We got a Biden in office. I've got a whole lot of gray in my beard because of that. Um, you know, but we we're at the point because of January 6th and all this stuff where many people are afraid to step up and fight. And at the very least, you know, going and doing what we can as far as the government's concerned, county by county, local, state, and so forth. Um, but people are just afraid to protest, gather, or even say anything anymore. So the fact that you two are out there continuing the fight in the way that you are, um, God bless you and thank you so much. We enjoy it. We really do because we're passionate about what we're saying and what we believe. And, uh, you know, the people, it is the people's elections. Yes. And people should be able to conduct those elections as they elect to do so, right? I mean, you get a consensus together, but um, but the machines, yeah, they got to go. And that's our main purpose. Amen. Amen. And, you know, we're all doing, that's one thing today I was watching Mike Lindell, who has been very adamant about, you know, exposing the corruption, trying to get rid of these machines. I mean, he's put so much money into it. And they asked him if he would run against to take uh, Ron McDaniel's spot. And he's like, no. My focus right now is getting these elections fixed because there's no point in the GOP chair or whatever she does if we don't have a system that works. So he's continuing to do what he's doing just like you both are, you know, and, and we need this because we are we're running out of time. I'm not even convinced that we're going to have an election this year, um, but we'll, we'll, I guess we'll get to that when we get there. Now, Allie, well, we all we all saw during the uh, Iowa caucus and, and New Hampshire hand count works, right? I mean, yes, everybody it does. saw it on TV. So, and all these other countries, matter of fact, they can get it done in a night. They don't have to shut down at three in the morning because of uh, a leaky toilet. There, there have been <laughs> a lot of countries um, across the world that have gotten rid of those machines, and it's about time we do. Amen. Yeah, you know, our last election over here in Kentucky, they actually had not one but two gas leaks at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right here in Kentucky. What are the odds of that? Two different places. All those false flags, right? <laughs> yeah. Or 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 we're called conspiracy theorists for noticing stuff. <laughs> well, we've got a lot of right checks in the box. Yes. <laughs> those were ballot printing parties. Ballot, were yes, they're ballot printing parties. Mm -hmm. Printing parties. So, um you guys, I saw the video, um, you guys were, um, you were, um, and you had a partner there with you that were talking to your local um, government about, uh, was it child protection and or basically the government getting too involved in the decision making of over the parents and government sanctioned kidnapping government legal government kidnapping it was insane mm. what it was like i mean i can't even believe we were there for that but we were you know this the sign of the times that we're in right but we went and to give our testimony in opposition and this chairman her name is chairman uh um representative hannah kelly mm. her. can i give you a little uh thing about that that's my representative yeah, please. that's yeah. my representative <laughs> you what that is my representative and she talked to me the same way when i called her on the phone yeah well there's gonna be repercussions for how she talked to us she messed with the wrong women on that day and it was obvious because like <laughs> i said you went in there you knew what you were talking about every time they would throw something at you you had an immediate and educated response to what they were doing and literally um i'm like I'm going to go make some popcorn, Nathan. This is getting really good because um, I'm literally watching that woman up there. And I don't think she knew what she was dealing with because she probably has a lot of people that go in. Did you cry? 
Did you I, see? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she was, was shaking. She, she was, was shaking. shaking yeah, that was after her Me Too speech. Yeah, we, wow. we went and we went and made the chairman cry. She hasn't even she doesn't even know crying yet because <laughs> both of her committees. Please get her out. Get her out. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, I mean, she she definitely uh, intimidated anybody else that was going to get up there, you know, in opposition to their. Well, and, and to let them know that, you know, Jen that got up and talked to begin with, my friend Jen, she's on the school board mm -hmm. uh, in Wentzville. She got up there and she was the first person to speak in opposition to. And so she did great. When she's done talking, she looks at her and she goes, are you done, lady? Yeah. And she's like, do you know who I am? And I'm like, do you know who we are? <laughs> we like, are the people. <laughs> yeah. And, and then just told them everybody in front of me works for everybody behind me. And I think mm -hmm. y'all have forgotten that you cannot speak to the people like that. Like that was insane. Mm -hmm. And I made sure I let her know. I was like, am I going to get reprimanded too? Like you just censored everyone. Mm -hmm. and your your tear-filled apology. It, it, it's there, there was an apology. Non, it was not authentic. No. Um, she sure. cried because she got caught. She cried because she messed with the wrong women. That's why she cried because she knew she was wrong and she didn't want to lose her position on that chair, much less other things that we've found out about Miss Tiana Kelly since. Oh, yeah. So, and she's supposedly a conservative, right? Supposed to be. Oh, they're all supposedly conservative, but I can tell and you what, we have super majority here in Missouri and they're getting nothing done. There's no majority. <clears throat> I really like the uh, the Shield Maidens Missouri's uh, Substack. They oh, really come they are excellent. They they're fantastic. Yeah, they expose really it all. I mean, I'm so glad they're doing it. Me too. They got all the juicy guys. They do got all the juice. <laughs> I love listening to them. I'm like, oh, they're going there. Oh, they're doing it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was fun. That was a fun day at the Capitol. We always like to go and stir the pot. Let them know we're watching them. You know, we didn't even, I didn't even have plans to go up and speak. When I went to the Capitol that day, Jen was going up to speak. Um, and once that like all happened, I was like, I ain't letting this go. Like, <laughs> so um, it's it's therapeutic, I think, for Tracy and for Kristen and Jen, like all of us that go and, and are active, it's like therapeutic um for us to do that because we deal with nobody, we deal with these, you know, every time we can talk it's suppressed or it's limited or it's censored or you have three minutes or you have this or you have that. So we go up and take full advantage of the time that we do have it to let them know what we think and to let them know that um, we're there and we're watching them. Um, and we're not going to stop doing that because we're going to be up there watching them extra now. And that's good. Um, you know, that's one of the things that we need is we, we at least need to let them know that we're, we're watching them and they, you know, we, we have questions often, you know, people ask the same things. Are these, is this administration and what's going on this stupid? Are we watching a movie or is, is this stuff being set up to wake the people up because they keep making some pretty dumb mistakes. It's administration one after the other, the back and forth on the border with them trying to, and my big problem right now that my mother and I were discussing earlier was how often the Republicans come out and they're like, we will not stand for this. And then you, you hear a little bit of chatter. We're going to, we're going to get the bottomless. We're going to censor or whatever. And then like three days later, they're on to the next thing and nothing ever gets done. Just a lot of words 
of GOP Republicans acting like they're doing stuff. Margie Taylor Greene, she's another one of them that does this quite often, where we get this glimpse of hope that we've got people doing something for us, but it's all words. And because they know that next week we're going to have five other things that are distracting us and getting our minds off of the five things we are focused on this week. Yeah. Gates is good at that gaslighting mm-hmm. too. They're yes. all very good at it. They're all very good at giving us hope. You know, we've even had senators and representatives that, you know, appear to be working for the people um, and want to know about these machines, yet they don't do anything about it. No. Take the information and they focus on other things. They focus on IP reform. They focus on school choice. They focus they on focus on vote for me. I'll fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they focus on everything yes. but the will of the people. And the people have been very loud and very outspoken here in Missouri that we want these machines removed. Um, and they're just, I mean, it's crazy. Like, Y'all are my represent. You're my representation up there. So let me tell you what I'm going to need you to do. And they don't. So I think they've all forgotten that they work for the people. Um, I think they use instances like um, this Freedom Caucus thing that's been going on, and you know the parking lots and the furniture and all this stuff. And it's like, um, listen, I- I'm all for these guys if they're going to be for the people. Okay, like, and I will back up Bill Igle for governor <laughs> until I'm in the face. Yeah. But I question all of them because there's not been anyone to step up and get loud about our elections. And if if you fix elections, everything else gets fixed. This the IP reform, there wouldn't be abortion issues. There wouldn't be you'd have the will of the people in there and they'd get the job done. But right now we don't have um, duly elected mm-hmm. individuals in there. Um, they've been selected. They've been appointed. They've been, um, it's just, it's not the will of the people. And no. until they get re- removed the machines, nobody will believe them that they're duly elected. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, yeah, we're, we're basically watching people that are either bought and paid for, um, that are part of this evil cabal or blackmailed, but nonetheless, they're in the same, you know, we're, we're getting the same thing out of it. You know, we, we talk about the whole temple needs to come down. We've got to redesign everything, even down to the corporations. Like people don't realize, you know, how corrupt everything is. And a lot of what we're seeing, because, you know, once people start waking up and asking questions, the news tends to change the way that it talks. And so what they're doing now is they're trying to convince you that, um, that this isn't on purpose. I, this is just a happenstance. We don't know why this is happening. Instead of the fact is like, we're making this happen. We have opened the borders and allowed these people to come through. So the media is hands down the worst enemy that we've got, the greatest weapon, um, which is why there's still people that are still sleeping. Now, we're watching people wake up on a larger scale than ever. I'm watching more people come over to Trump than, than ever has. Um, you know. And the, the scary part is we're watching the, the, the deep state, what, you know, both rhinos and Democrats that are becoming desperate. Um, they're mm-hmm. up against some kind of a clock. You know, At the very least, this election coming up. The problem is the closer we get to the election, the more desperate they get. And these aren't the kind of people to go, oh, we lost. Here are the keys to the city. You guys win. They're going to burn the whole, they will They will rule over the ashes of our country before they actually do what's right for it. Absolutely, they will. Because they're, 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 that, they're committed now. It'd be like, you know, change your mind halfway jumping off of a cliff. You're committed at that point. <laughs> yeah. so they're going to be doing that. 
I think we're already hearing the death rattles from a lot of them. Yes. Um, that that they're running scared. I mean, like take for instance this this lawsuit that I had, and as you know, as a candidate, I filed to get standing right, which it gives me as a candidate. I have rock solid standing that the Missouri law gives me to get a hearing to present my evidence of the irregularities that happened in my election in 2022 and yet i have our secretary of state removed it to federal court so he removed a county contestation that again the missouri law gives exclusive jurisdiction to the county of which the irregularities happened, which would be St. Charles. And Ashcroft is also an attorney, so he's fully aware of these things. Mm -hmm. He knows. He knows that it has exclusive jurisdiction, yet in a manipulative move, in my mind, to, um, I guess, to subvert a hearing, he has it removed to federal court, where it sat for seven months in a federal court, until the judge um, sent it back down and said they don't have jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. And didn't he do that also in the 11th hour? He waited till the last minute. He waited until it, I got notified. It was the day of the hearing on September 19th. So not this past September. The one <laughs> so, so um, yeah, he, he, he's been running from this. Like, the, the, then, for instance, so then, you you know, you see that if, if Ashcroft, we want to say he's an idiot and he's a fool and, you know, he is, but he's probably smarter. I think there's, um, I think he knows fully what he's doing. I think he's dodging it. Um, I don't think he's an idiot and goes, oh, these machines aren't really certified. These machines are really certified. I'm going to fight this. And mm-hmm. he knows they're not. Yes. But wants to not have that evidence come forward or thinks that he can beat a pro se because I'm again I'm defending myself right so because there's no attorneys around that have any sort of gonads no no nope. but then you've got the the, the election director Kerbar that I mean he's just burying himself in stupidity every time he opens his mouth he went and spoke at the county council because the county council was asking him some hard questions on the laboratories and and some of the answers he gave were hilarious. They were hilarious because he, I think at one point he said the EAC came out three or came out in the beginning or came out three and a half years ago. I don't remember Tracy, if you remember what he said, but he said (laughs) they came out and checked the machines. And I was like, the EAC, yeah, the EAC. BC, friend, you have no idea. And you sound so stupid. Yet our council approves $650,000. And Kurt Barr, our election director, said he needed this money. So Henry Atkins and Sons, which is a vendor of the manufacturer, mm-hmm. so is paid by Unison, our machines, to test they're testing our machines it's even in the bid yet he denies that henry atkinson sons is a laboratory however per hava it states that it has 
to be an accredited, federally accredited laboratory if they're conducting any testing. A manufacturer can't even be anywhere near it. Yet he goes up to the council and openly admits that they're testing. He wants this money for testing and that it's completely okay for them to test. So I go up there with the law and counter it. Nobody cares. Like nobody cares about the law anymore. It's really sad. No, you're right. You would think a corporation that runs on administrative policy would adhere to their administrative policies, but (laughs) that's only for when, you know, you and I do something wrong. Mm -hmm. They come in and, you know, fine us, us, whatever. But when, when they break their own policies, they're just like, "Eh." yeah, they don't even, they don't even care about the constitution anymore. Like none of it. (laughs) No, they don't. We, we had oh, these these judges. So we had five. I think we had five total judges recuse themselves. The whole division of St. Charles County had to recuse themselves. Um, then we had it went to the Supreme Court for judicial assignment. So we had the first judge assigned by the Supreme Court. Um, he was conflicted also because he was probably the best judge we could have gotten. And we hated that he was conflicted because we really thought he was going to be a great judge, but it didn't matter. He was conflicted. So the law states are the rules state, you know, they go by all the rules. So their rules state that uh, uh, the conflict comes when a judge has more than a de minimis stake in the decision or the outcome of the case. So, Judge Partney was the one that was by by the Supreme Court. He was conflicted because he was voted in on unison voting machines. So, you know, as a judge is looking at this going, mm, these are legal, then I'm not legal, you know? So that kind of <laughs> makes a big difference if they're in their seat, right? So on how they would say, oh, these machines are fine. You know, I was voted in on them. So, but the problem is, is that we're having a lot of these. Because they've all been voted in on illegal machines because there's no legal ones. Yeah. So we, Tracy and I are even thinking that that in itself, we just keep recusing these judges to show, show even the court system how messed up this is. Mm. Um, and it's like, you, how can I get a fair trial if all of these judges yep. or uh, even the appointees, even the ones that have been appointed were were elected prior to that or their retention, they're elected through retention, um, a voter yes or no by the people. So it's like, how are we gonna get a a fair shake? Um, So these are all things that we have been dealing with, but it is a game of strategy and it is so true. You don't stop your enemy while they're actively destroying themselves. And we're watching that on a large scale. is so true because every time these guys open their mouth they sound so stupid so i'm gonna get a hearing i really will i'm gonna get one because the law says i will and i'm gonna get one but and when i do it's all gonna come out it's just fighting to get there it's been really rough it's been a hard ride wow ali i know that this has uh been a long time ago but if i if memory serves me correctly and this is the guy who's running for governor when you first were going to file, he said something along the lines of this will never see the light of day or the light of court. No, he didn't tell me that. In fact, he told um, our county yeah. council, yeah. You know, yeah. Joe Brazil, he told him at a fundraiser 
because Joe Brazil is in the St. Charles County Council and was questioning, you know, hey, did you hear about this lawsuit? We have a contestation in St. Charles County. You know, we have somebody that is a candidate that has contested the election, you know. And he says, oh, that, that'll never see the inside of a courtroom. So you already beat him and, on that fold. And he told, he he put that, the council member of Brazil put that in a sworn statement and we've used it as um, as evidence that, I mean, A, the the chief election authority that is in charge of investigating any election irregularities is not is choosing to not investigate it like so he's just constantly opening his mouth and inserting his foot yeah we'll just we'll just keep records so like, when like we do get mountain of evidence exactly uh conley brother i know you got some questions man because you're an inquisitive guy who's always thinking about stuff man so bring it on brother uh you know it was interesting when we were in when we were in saint charles for uh bards fest i met a lot of people um just by happenstance who happen to be really involved in in uh, missouri politics <clears throat> and i have i've been going back uh you know through my memory you know i wonder where they where they stand you know um it's interesting that what you said about, you remember their names i do i'll give them to you offline because I, um, I could probably tell you where they stand if you gave me yeah you probably could <laughs> one was a former a uh, former air force major and i think her husband was a lieutenant colonel um hmm. started with a b yeah i have to go back and look um it's interesting that ashcroft is taking the stance that he is uh supposedly was a you know a decent dude you know um bailey bailey's your bailey's your attorney general what is what, does well, he, he have say again so he defends ashcroft i mean he is the attorney he right yeah so there is no um talking to bailey about this because he's defending ashcroft um we don't we don't agree that he should because I I and, and Tracy does too and she, I'm sure she can speak up for this but we we don't think that that Andrew Bailey should be defending Ashcroft if he if he is there in his office to defend the um the interest of the state um it, it needs to be against Ashcroft because right now Ashcroft is committing active crimes um against everybody in the state so mm, uh, but Bailey. I don't know. I will say Will Sharp. Will Sharp is also running for AG, and you know Will Sharp is defending President Trump. Okay. Um, and um, Will Sharp is uh, been a big supporter. He has. Um, he, uh, I think mm -hmm. that that had he, I think he's got his plate full right now. Mm -hmm. Supreme Court as we speak with President Trump, but. Um, um, I think you, he's a much better option for AG, my personal opinion, and that's who I will be giving my vote to. When you were talking about the Supreme Court, you were talking about the state Supreme Court trying to assign judges mm -hmm. to look at your case. That's who it is. Because think of, some people will be like, "Oh, you're always you're you're at SCOTUS." No, you're just you're yeah, not. No. Yeah, yeah, you're at the state level. Yeah, not SCOTUS. Yet, but we we're going to ride this till the wheels fall off. So if we end up there, we end up there. What kind of what kind of grassroots? Um, what kind of grassroots support are you are you getting or do you think that you're lacking that you could that you could use better <clears throat> or you know to help you 
So I will say that I have a, I have a ton of support, right? Like I have um, amazing people. Um, they are your genuine grassroots people. They're your people that are hit the hardest financially. Your next door neighbor. They are the ones that are struggling the most through policies of Biden. They are the ones. Um, so they have a lot of things to offer, but probably not financially. So I think financially, the struggle has been the hardest. Um, we have people that we can rely on to show up at events to, you know, we can call on the troops, you know, if we need them and they're, they'll be there because they want, they want to help mm -hmm. um, fix our state. But the problem is, is financially, you know, you're, you're doing this on your own, you know, and you, you're teaching yourself, Tracy and I have had to teach ourselves not only the federal court, but the circuit court and now the appellate court and the appeals court is a whole nother animal. I right. mean, it's like we, we whiz through those other two, but this appeals court is, is. What appeals court are you in? Right We're now? in the Eastern district. Right. Um, and so it's just, it's a lot, it's a lot. And, you know, when you're not only are you, you're teaching yourself to be a lawyer and reading case law and learning the rules and, and trying to, you know, put the argument together in a, in a, in a digestible form. Um, because these judges aren't familiar with all the selection stuff either. So you have to put it in a form where they understand mm -hmm. it. All this stuff is not easy. It was a lot easier in my head than it is, you know, but, um, so I think that the support is there. It's just the people that are, you know, are the ones that, that, that are supporting are the ones that have been hit the hardest. So I would say financially has been the toughest because I've sacrificed a lot in my, you know, I'm a real estate agent. And, and I tell people too, hey, if you can't donate and you know somebody that's buying a house or you need to sell your house, use me because that is how you can donate because that's how you can support me um, and, and me be able to keep doing this. But it's been tough. So. What else is going on within the like at the at the at the state house level? That's what I was kind of getting at. You you're having you have a lot of support, or you're getting an, a support for what you're going through with with um, uh, your you. lawsuit. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say everybody up there is uh, tone deaf. Yeah. Okay. Right. There's and the bills that have been put forward. They're never going to go anywhere, and um and then they put dates like oh this will be effective a year out from now right right so, no 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 so it's all useless uh like i say it's words it's words and they're in campaign mode right now of course mm -hmm. and they want to whip everybody up to donate money and buy my book and you know elect me but don't fix the election machines because God, I won't get elected. <laughs> well, do you have do you have a group or do you have groups in your in the state that that kind of um, manage? I would say like a like a vetting process. Um, we have we have we have several. We have one primary one here in in Texas, like True Texas Project. Oh, the they, counties they they say they've got vetting. But they're okay. more consistent. Hey, hold on, vetting for what? Well, for candidate status. For for candidate status, right? And and if you're going to try to, <laughs> that's a great face you made. I, I like it because it just shows that it's all a wreck. You you got to you got you got to consider who's doing the vetting. So exactly, the, 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 there's there's a a, a 
a lot of really good awake people. Sure. I don't know if they're doing the vetting. I think there might be a lot of people that are maybe a little older and that maybe aren't as um, clued in, maybe knowledgeable on the, the well, machine that is. They run on name recognition too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They run on name. So I don't. I don't know. I hope they learned after, you know, the last time that they picked all these wonderful candidates that. How is uh, Missouri Rhino Watch as far as their vetting process? Have you fairly much kept with them? He's not doing a whole lot with Missouri Rhino Watch anymore. Okay. I don't, I don't know. He may, he might start now, but I don't know if he's done a whole lot um, since, you know, the last election that they were doing. That's kind of what I was getting at. Do you have anything in place there where people can begin to apply pressure whether it's, you know, phone calls uh, and emails that don't have quite have the impact, right? But, but application of pressure through their social media platforms, that is the one thing that they fear the most is looking bad, uh, you know, to anybody. How is, huh? Well, you can also sunshine request uh, these agencies, these elected officials, you know, your county clerks. Any anything you want documentation on or something, you just have to send them. Um, in Missouri, it's called a sunshine request, mm -hmm. and you can do the same thing at a federal level of a freedom of information. Right, it's like a uh, FOIA. FOIA. So mm -hmm. you start you start asking for documents, and they go, man, <laughs> they don't like that. No, uh, they don't. They don't. So it sounds it sounds like um, Missouri could use some type of leadership that can that can that can gather all of the people who are that you're talking to and 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 that are supporting you as an example as a starting point and then be able to to organize them in such a manner that they can begin to have the impact that they're supposed to have and having their voices heard when they begin to go to the town halls when they go when these cats come out and start asking for money then you know we had, we had a show of force show up at the last i mean we've had show up the problem is they don't care they don't care what we say while we're talking or yelling mm -hmm. or aggravated or mm -hmm. whatever we're doing up there they're rolling their eyes they don't care they're on their phone nobody cares then yeah. you know i had a caller the other day uh from michigan who's uh, a precinct um not a chairman but he's a not a captain, but he filled one of the precinct spots. And then it turned out there was an, there was another there were more openings. And so now his wife and his daughter filled those spots at that level. Right. That nepotism. <laughs> well, you know, you're playing with inside the rules. Yeah, you can do that. for community. Have at it. Right. Yeah, look at Bob and Sandy, you know, they're both. Yeah, they're I mean, they're you can have families on there in the committee. I think the committee meant I think that's like RNC. Right. Are you talking about for an RNC? Yes. Yes. <laughs> But then you, the, those people then have a say and are, are more apt to be listened to than just the voter who is, you know, I'm going to vote, you know, because you have an R by your name. It's, yeah. it, it, it sounds like you guys you have that kind of uphill battle, even in the, even in the show me state like Missouri, which is supposed to be, you know, very similar to Texas. Um, it's, it's obviously showing how much you're showing how much corruption there is, or just how much general apathy when it comes to to what's going on at even at the state level well um, you know, even 
even to, to add on to that, mm -hmm. we need any more to add on to that, but St. Charles County does not have a constitutional sheriff. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So our sheriff has been neutered. Right. Uh, he has been stripped of all of his law enforcement duties. He wow. is a glorified jail prison transfer. Wow. Um, and so we have a chief of police that answers to the county executive. Mm -hmm. The county executive is, I would likely say, probably the root of all the problems. Right. So we're not going to get anywhere with the chief of police. We haven't. Um, What's McCloskey say? <laughs> without trying to put, without trying to, you know, put, you know, him or Patty McCloskey or, or you, said, you know, in a, in and, a pickle, but. Yeah, he has not said anything. Not so said. just you like. Think he's, you think he's gun shy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no pun intended. You know, when he came, when, when he came into Bard's Fest, I had to tell him, I was like, you got to go put that back in your car. He's like, are you serious? I was like, yes, you cannot carry that in here. <laughs> Even though you're speaking and you're running for, he's like. Good gravy, you know. It's like, what are you carrying? It's like, I'm not this time, but yeah. it, you know, that's and you have a, uh, you know, obviously you have a DA that's garbage, mm -hmm. yeah, and most of them all are, and there's, but that that doesn't mean I think that, and you're not. I'm not saying you're doing this, but people get so uh, just whatever that I'm just going to throw my hands up, and then just we're just screwed. You know? You're obviously yeah. showing that that's not the case. We can actually fight back. It's just gathering more people like you who are just going to verbally throat punch them. Yeah. And they just get more evidence the longer it, it, it continues on. So it, it's, it's exactly what it is. We don't have anybody here, though, that is um, elected wise. Um, I mean, we have a council member. He's he's so he, he's so low up there. So he there's not a lot he can do. He gets as loud as he can, um, and he bites as hard as he can. But there's not a lot a guy can do up there with the whole corrupt board. It's um, and a corrupt, corrupt county executive. Um, you know the that's county, a starting point. Yeah, the starting the counties, point. counties have the ability to change their elections immediately. Okay. Like all the county clerk, all the election director has to do is decide to do it. Yeah, that's it. That's and it. We already have hand counted um, laws on the books here in Missouri. We, we don't need any extra legislation written. We don't need they just need to do it. Yeah. And um, they're just too married to these. Movies. Um, and even it's just a, an exorbitant amount of information coming out against these machines too. not only from, you know, Alex Everywhere. Halderman, yeah. you know, doing that in the, in the middle of a courtroom in front of a federal judge it's totally fine it's multiple states too so that kind of brings me up to my next topic so or the next question is um so we've got like information coming out of michigan right now exposing all of the fraud that took place in the election we've got like five or six other states georgia included arizona all this information is coming out Nothing goes anywhere with it. It's the same thing that we see everywhere. A lot of talk, but then it just disappears. So here's my question. We're going to go international here for a second. So Tucker Carlson um, recently obviously got released from Fox and his shackles were cut. So he went on and started doing some good journalists. So this week he is in Russia and he actually 
um, gave an interview to Vladimir Putin, which will, it's over two hours long, unedited, no paywall. It'll be released tomorrow, not only on his website, but on Twitter. So here's my question. One of the things that, uh, that, you know, that Putin was asked that, that we know about was, was the election fair. And I know that Putin and, you know, at least those guys have a lot of information, you know, through their intel of what's happening over here. So when we have a country right now where people aren't listening, the media is hyping this up so bad because they're trying to make Tucker look like he's committing treason or something. All it's doing is getting more attention to, to his interview. So I'm wondering if this interview is some of that stuff, you know, dealing with election fraud or any of the stuff is going to come out in this interview and it, that this may be what gains a little bit more public attention. I don't think so. I mean, I think it's going to garner a lot of attention. I think Putin knows a whole lot. I don't think it's going to come out. Maybe it does. I hope I'm wrong. I've just tried to not get my hopes up about anything anymore. I think it's going to be the people. And I think it's I think it's going to be the people that break through. Um, I don't think it's going to be an interview. I don't think it's going to be Tucker. I don't think it's going to be Putin. I don't think it's going to be Trump. I think it's going to be the people that come in and get their elections fixed. When the people understand exactly what President Trump said during his 2016 inauguration speech, when he said, I am giving power back to the people right here, yes. right now. The people need to understand that once they start using the Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence mm -hmm. and the Constitution uh, uh, of the U.S. and their state, when they start using those and invoking the Ninth and Tenth Amendments, um, mm -hmm. you know, we could we could get a lot done. If people well, that's actually something I was going to talk about is because I know Josh, um, also known as the Citi Mr. Citizen on Telegram and Rumble. Um, mm -hmm. He's been dealing a little bit more with the common law. And then mm -hmm. Jared Jackson's yeah. been teaching the common yeah. law. And Dave Jose's been great show, great oh. teacher. And they've been filling yeah. out all these notices and affidavits and sending them to these representatives. And they even had that one for Trump when the whole election fraud happened, which caused him to go kind of start investigating himself. So he was backed by the people ordering him to investigate this stuff. Yes. But when you start having people like um, the local the citizens in the county start writing these notices and these affidavits pointing out this is the constitution you signed that you would uphold when you went into office. Have you read it? Because obviously you're not following it. Mm -hmm. Now are you Correct. doing so willingly or are you doing so out of ignorance? Because that's going to determine how much guilt you have for these crimes that you are committing against the people. Right. And with well, somebody, and that's why writing stuff and getting and having it served to them and, you know, having it certified mail so they cannot use plausible deniability. Yeah. So we can say, well, we've sent you this eight different times. Mm -hmm. We've told you on six different occasions in public comment. We have done we've been up to the Capitol. We've served you maladministrations. You don't get to use plausible deniability. You're complicit. Like, I think Ashcroft is over 700 days now complicit. Because he was notified, he's fully aware of the non-compliance of Missouri's uh, voting systems, and yet continues to hold illegal elections. And I'll tell you what, what's happening in Missouri is the same in every single state, because there's only two laboratories, there's only two in the whole country, and both of them are not legally accredited. And those are the two laboratories that are testing and certifying all of our machines. So... They've, they've not had accreditation. They've been expired for almost a decade. Um, and they didn't have a quorum to even 
to even accredit these laboratories under HABA. And we're using illegal uncertified machines and it's producing a result that everybody's just supposed to rely on. And um, people need to wake up because that's how we got here. It's how we got Biden in the White House. It's how we got Caleb Rowden. That's how we got Plocker. It's how we got this disaster in Missouri. Well, I can imagine so, that once these people start running for re-election and asking for all these donations, when people in their counties start showing these papers saying, this is what we sent you, what did you do? Because you didn't do jack. Right. We're not giving you a dime. People need to start unsubscribing from their uh, fundraising efforts. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, give give locally, give to your people that yes. are actually fighting, give to people like me and Tracy, help our cause. Yeah. Because the, the people up at the Capitol, these guys, they're not doing anything. None, none of them have done anything. Well, it, uh, yeah, it seems like most of where you donate your money to isn't using what it's supposed to, whether it be handing it right over to GOP, um, Red Cross. I mean, I can go on with with money that we hand over and they're literally doing the deep state's work and not our our, our work. They're literally um the they're the cause of the problem that we're seeing right now and that's the thing you're right the money needs to go grassroots locally um and i, I think you know another thing we were talking about earlier about vetting every state needs to come up with their own website where they vet everyone running for every you know what i'm saying i'm talking local and you know state and so forth um that supposedly your 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 committees your republican you know central committees that's who's supposed to be doing that yeah vetting those but again who's running those so, exactly gotta get rid of the parties yeah and that's one thing you know at the very I least agree. Get, agree. get rid of the parties altogether. no more democrat party no more independent no more republican let's go down to no parties and then yeah. you're more likely to look into who you're voting for because there's no yeah, rd vote on the merits of what somebody believes yeah what? that's an awesome concept <laughs> well everyone's that like we need to we need another party a patriot party might like, no, we don't no. need more we need less like <laughs> we don't need any more parties we don't need any more organizations PACs, ngos we don't need any more but we need to get rid of them all yeah it's crazy because they're the ones causing the problems yes yeah and that's how the rich that's why nobody ever leaves we see the same people in congress um you know like you said earlier it's not elected they're selected and we're we're seeing that more and more you know um you know, if we ever go to civil war, where are the 80 million people going to be that voted for Biden? You're going to realize really quick that he didn't have 80 million votes when no one shows up. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, half of them are already dead anyway. They, they were all, I know they were all in the graveyard to begin with. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get 81 million votes. I think it's taken, I, I think you can, I think from, uh, I think you can take the party over. The structure's there, the infrastructure is is there um do what scott pressler does you know he he's he's very good at just going out and just you know registering people mm -hmm. you know the, the idea of that i'm gonna go register people yeah, yeah. You're gonna, he's registering for the republican party sure why is he why is he pushing early voting i think he's pushing early voting um basically playing the same game that Correct. the democrats play is what he's trying right. to do because he's he's also because he was against a couple of things that he's supporting now because the dims do it every time he's like we may as well too um yeah. can we get outside of the scope and everybody knows this including scott 
anytime you get out of the scope of people voting on voting day creates the problem. No, I, I agree. I agree. I think he's a little confused. I think he means well. I don't think he's like a, yeah. a deep state operator, but I, I, you know, where a lot of people are like, Hey, he should fill Ronald McDaniel's um, position. I don't agree with that. Um, Cause yeah. at the very least, I don't know how he fundraises. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, he, he is devoted Patriot. I'll give him that. Um, but I he think the same thing is he's getting overzealous. We don't need any titles and tiaras to sit at the head of the RNC. No, we need a regular citizen that loves the constitution and that, um, believes in the rule of law and that, you know, I mean, it's like we, all these people, they just want to vote. They just want to get them in. You know, they're talking about McCarthy now. Why would you uh, want him when you kicked him out of the <laughs> well, Why are we talking about putting this guy back in? We just got rid of him. Unbelievable. I think I think that that's a I, that in my opinion. I think that that's a troll. I think yeah. I, I, that I think there's no there's no chance. I don't even think that it, that's a valid. It came from the same place that uh, Trump is going to take on Nikki Haley as his VP. It came from the same source. <laughs> yeah. You know, here's the thing about that: it, it, the fundraising. The fundraising will take care of itself. We're watching that happen because as the money bleeds out of the out of the grassroots people, they are spending their money and they are putting it where they want to put it. It is the it's the donor class that, that is basically keeping uh, the national committee afloat. They're the ones who are obviously funding Haley. Yeah, I I hope she stays in a little bit longer. I don't want her. To, I don't. I don't want her to go away. I really don't. What happened last night to her? Didn't you? Yes. I mean, yeah. That's even better. That's that's more telling. She got beat that's by no one. She got beat by no one. Who can beat? Who can beat Nikki Haley? Nobody. <laughs> you know. I mean, they voted against. There were forty three thousand people that voted against her. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes, then and, and and that's going to continue. Wait till she gets into South Carolina. Oh, Here's the thing about that. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> it's 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 not it's not the people like the, who are listening, uh, or or the the I mean, you could just call them the grassroots people. It's not those people who are funding that. Let the donor class continue to bleed money. Okay, they're gonna they and they have a lot of it. Let them let them spend it. Let them waste it. It's it's all going to be. I mean, you can't recoup it, but let him. But let him spend it. <laughs> Excuse me. Let him spend it. Let him bleed dry as much as they want to, until they're going to tell her to get out. Yeah. And 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 then no different than it was kind of was getting at with with what's going on in Missouri, what has happened in Michigan. What is what most people are doing is they don't know that there are open that there are open seats at the table. That are waiting to be filled. Uh, the guy who called in said there were, he ran unopposed for his district, his little, you know, precinct. No one, but the, but there was no one there to fill the the seats. See, you have the another election. Well, then, talking well, about getting them in another election, and the problem is, is that we have to get rid of these machines before there is any other election. And and members of the committee. The RNC, like our RNC, our I mean our RCC, our Republican Central Committee here right. in um, in Missouri, actually they've come out a ton of them have come out um, against using the machines. So it's not like I don't think that the the committee chairs are going to make a difference. It it is the people that are 
in authority, i.e. Secretary of State, you've got your Senate leadership, you've got your House leadership, you've got all of these that are at the top that are controlling the machines and because that's the only way they stay in office. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it's, it looks like it's going to be a situation where only God can come in and, you know, work his magic. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think it's going to happen. I really do. Or either that or it's going to be a court case where they're just ordered to remove and it. And in the meantime, get removed just just Charles watch him continue to dig their holes. Mm. I, the, the guy you guys were mentioning before that was talking about early voting, he was trying to encourage Republicans to do the early voting also. Uh, don't quote me on the state constitution because I'm not as familiar with, with that process, but I'm pretty sure the national constitution says election day is voting for one day. Yeah. That alone is a violation. Anything mm -hmm. that tries to vote early for Democrats or Republicans. Why is Scott Pressler promoting and advocating for early voting? Now, what our what our government needs to do, well, along with, you know, showing IDs and all this other neat stuff, you know, I mean, I'm willing to go back to to uh, ink and quill. <laughs> that's what it takes, you know, for an honest election. I mean, marbles. We'll go and everybody throw rocks <laughs> exactly. in a pile. Like this is hot. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. like here's a pile for the governor. Here's a, just put your rock in it. Like we'll count. This <laughs> this isn't hard. Yet they just think that it has to be all electronic. And the problem is, and I'm sure you guys know. I know Nathan. It, you cannot see the counting of the vote. You cannot see how that machine counts your vote. Yeah. Um, and, and if there's a ghost in some machine that's fractionalizing the counting, or there's an algorithm or a frog in that, um, source code that under, under hundreds of layers of code that just starts fractionalizing or waiting or, or whatever mm -hmm. to the, the votes after four hours of the voting day, then there's going to flip them the um, and with no, there is no receipt. There is no printout from that. It just does it because that's going to take a thousand Tina Peters. Yeah, it's going to take a thousand who who were who were watching, yeah. and then who were, were willing to go. Yeah, I'm going to pull the data out. There's a lot of them out there. There's yes. a lot of Allie and Tina and Tracy's. I will say, they'll, that yeah. and there'll be more going in this year. You know, that's one of the the things that concerns me the most right now. Is you know, I'm grateful to see people um, out there fighting to get this changed, but. It's a little unnerving how comfortable Trump seems to be with the election going forward. It's like, dude, do you not remember the last election? <laughs> he knows. I think he's when he says they've got it all. I think they do, and I think you're right. I don't know if there's going to be elections yeah. this year. You know, they because like, I think because at the very least they're gonna they're gonna do what they can to keep it from going. Because right now, um, they were able to cheat this last election because there were still people that were sleeping and we weren't paying too much attention. So it was easy for them to cheat the traditional cheat way right mm -hmm. now. The, the support for Trump is so huge, even over Biden. It is so huge that they're already having to cheat other ways, you know, like removing them from the ballots there. They know that they're not going to be able to cheat the way they cheated last time. So, you know, at this point, you know, I'm literally expecting, uh, you know, COVID three, you know, the, the Terminator disease or, oh, or virus X, yeah, virus. virus X or, or yeah. world war, oh. civil war. Like they, they will push anything to keep Trump from getting in because it goes both ways. If Trump loses, it's over. The world's over. The country's over. Hello, new world order. If Trump, um, if Trump wins, 
the deep states like they know it's over for them you know so this is this is like the game of games this is how bad the cheat is going to have to be for it to actually have an election total population of voting 400 million this time more than the population of the united states mm -hmm. that's what it's going to be yeah exactly <laughs> it'll be like 500 million people voted for biden it's like our country doesn't have five million or 500 million it does people. now. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. does now. You're right. We've, we've let them in That's our true. southern border. Yeah. And the northern border. Don't forget the northern yeah, border. Yeah, I was just oh, about to say that. Southern. Yep. Yes, it is. They're, they're walking through Conley's backyard. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> and then they try to pass not be wrong about that. Israel. And not only in Missouri, they tried it. Missouri today did nothing in the Senate, but promoted a bill for Israel in Missouri. Now, what does Missouri have anything to do with Israel? Oh, I mean, don't know. Like Chicago. Yeah, to, to pass this, this yeah. resolution with Israel, but not for any of our election machines. Then they did it on a national level too. They're like, oh, well, you, you can give this money to Ukraine and Israel, but that's the only way we're going to give you money for your border. Yeah. And now... And have you heard now they're saying um, the board or excuse me, ICE or whatever is saying that if they don't pass this bill, then they're going to stop sending people back over. Like, like they, you know what I'm saying? So now it's like blackmail attempt to get people to do something that this whole thing was set up by the Republicans. It was like a big scheme. McConnell got in there. He got a guy that wasn't running for office again to write this thing up knowing that the Republicans weren't going to vote for it, giving the Democrats what they wanted, another reason to blame, because they're blaming Trump right now for the border. It's like, dude, and Trump's been gone for three and a half years, and then he, that, you look so, at the numbers yeah. of the people, you know, we're, this is, it's insane. And then the bill itself, they're trying to be all, like, man, this is how they write it. They're like, man, I'm so glad Americans are stupid. They'll never get this math. We're only going to allow 5,000 people in a day. It's like, do the math. Right. You're right back at the 3 billion that we're coming in anyways. <laughs> like, and they're paying for everything. Yeah. Everything's like, being paid for. Like, if you've seen the new um, O'Keefe video that was put out today. Right. Insane stuff. Like, there is massive cover. Even the sheriff out there is covering up for it. Like, it's insane. You've got a sheriff. You I, I'm just, I'm just so disappointed and so saddened what's happened to our country, which just fuels and i know it does tracy too it just fuels even more reason that we we fight absolutely. against violence. we just keep fighting oh absolutely you know um who was it uh gretchen gretchen smith um she came out today because she's over in taiwan right now with her husband but big patriot obviously she does uh raises money for um veterans in need she's so the code of vets lady. yeah the code of vets thank you um, she said, this is absolutely insanity how these traders are, are being voted in. So listen to this. This is a new Maine. This is a, a bill in Maine would establish a state office to help illegals integrate. Um, when questioned why they don't use those resources to help our veterans who are in need and being ignored, the state representative explains that illegals deserve priority over our veterans. Wow. I can't believe they said that. Oh, yeah. Like I've got the, the video, like literally said, stated that illegals deserve quote priority over our veterans. Who, what rep said that? Um, I don't know which rep it was there. Deca, um, the oh line. yeah. Um, there we go. State rep, uh, Deca Del Delac. So it's D H A L A C. 
uh, probably not even from this country. It sounds <laughs> like a, sounds like an Indian or a Muslim name to me. Actually, so yeah, she's wearing she, she's wearing headgear. <laughs> what I think would be interesting to see if that person has dual citizenship. People like that to see if they have dual citizenship because you can't. So I wonder her. where they're from. Is it he, she? It's a, it's a she. Hmm? Yeah, it's so, a she. I wonder, I wonder if she married her brother too. To you know, yeah. but that's all I was about to say is like Elon Omar, like literally comes out saying we give our our homage to uh to my homeland. You know what I'm saying? Like literally Somalia, Somalia, Somalia answers to our pre like I'm like, you are representing a state in our country and you're handing over your homage and your support to your old country. The state is okay with it. What's that? Like, uh, what did you say? You cut tarred it. And, she'd be tarred and feathered if she was in Missouri and doing that. No, <laughs> in Kentucky? Oh, man, especially. Bring her over to Kentucky. We'll take care of that problem. But I, it's sad because I'm, we're watching so many people get away with obvious treason, obvious corruption. And, you know, that's where I jump into it. Are, are these people that are the, tyr the tyrannical people that are running this government, are they stupid? Do they not care any longer? Or are they being forced to make these mistakes in order to wake up the world? Because, you know, just like you said, you said earlier that if things change, it's going to be the people that does it. And the only way that's going to happen is if we unify instead of dividing. And the only way that's going to happen is if we can start, you know, seeing and hearing the truth and waking up and coming to the realization that the longer we're fighting one another, the less we're fighting our true enemy. We need to come together and focus on our true enemy. And there's not many of those true enemies. You know, it's a, a small group of very powerful people like Soros and the Rockefellers who, you know, select these puppets that we have here. Even Putin said it in that interview that he said that uh, Biden's not running your country. Mm -hmm. He's like, no president. The only president that literally was a president was Trump, you know, but the rest of them were bought and paid for puppets that are working for the deep state. So you've got other people that you don't know that are running the country. And Biden, I think he said, was a, a facade of politics. Of course, this is just a puppet. Yeah. But I, I would disagree on one thing. Um, I don't think it's a small group um, that is doing this. I think it's a lot larger than you think. And I think every single member of the media, mm -hmm. including Conservative Inc., now obviously present company excluded, like I'm not talking about alternative media, but you've got your Conservative Inc. now too that has is 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 standing as gatekeepers of information it's not like what they put out is but they have their pulse on their thumb on um what what information they they will put out they, yeah. they control the information that goes out and it's just as wrong as what the mainstream media doing you know these conservative ink are causing just as much harm by being the gatekeepers you know like yeah. my case I, have, I i don't there's not I don't have hardly any media. I don't have, you know, conservative daily. Where where's all of our conservative? Where's all of these it's, these places that are supposed to be, you know, that have these platforms that are not giving the people that are really fighting a voice. Yeah, it's and all so, all independent media is like yeah. the only honest media out there, you know. And when I say small, I I guess I mean small group as compared to the population of the world. Like if people realize like, you know, they're like a hundred crickets to a, a, a million ants, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, yeah, we <laughs> literally outnumber them in such a large way. And it's just, it's amazing how fear can 
literally petrify everybody to the point where, you know, either they don't realize what's going on. They've come complacent. They're just afraid to make an action. Um, but we're beyond that point, you know, cause we're at the point now where if we don't act, if we don't make some kind of movement, I'm not saying like go to revolution or anything because a revolution doesn't even need to require weapons. You know, it can be a, a information revolution. Um, you can put a revolution with your pens. Exactly. I mean, everybody decided to actually write in or do something like a lawsuit or a, I mean, they'd be over, they would be overloaded. They couldn't do it. No. Nathan, you just did a, a notice of remonstrance on voting. Yes. I, I did the notice right? of remonstrance for the IP reform, how my uh, representative, the, the state senator, um, Brown, he voted against the IP reform resolution. And I sent in him a notice saying, what are you doing? This is the one thing that is supposed to protect our country. And you're allowing these uh, foreigners to come in and you're not put, making this first priority. I said, from now on, you will vote like Moon and Iceland, not Iceland group, Moon and um, Bill. Eigel. Eigel, that's it, yeah. yeah you, you, you've written several really good letters, like. I'm trying, it, it is. Yeah, yeah, really good, like, I was like, he's pretty good. We might have to get him on the payroll over here. And that's why I'm hoping that once uh, things start heating up a little bit more, I can show these records when they're starting to run for elections. Like, no, this guy was told this stuff. And he, this is how he actually voted. And he wasn't doing anything. Because just like the Shield Maidens in Missouri were pointing out, that they were against this resolution to bring the IP reform to the floor. But once they were forced to kind of do it, now they're saying they were never against it. They're, they're all for it now. Because that's all the sound bites that the people will hear until they start actually digging why into it. They, why aren't they tackling elections? Why are they tackling IP reform instead of elections? That's that a good question. That's a good question. Yeah, they're so they're so uh, frothing at the mouth to get our constitution changed in every way possible. Um, but again, you direct them back to these election machines, and eyes glaze over, and like what? <laughs> well, they're completely safe. Oh yeah. Well, it's the same thing that they're doing. You know, is that. Every now and then they'll come out with something, you know, the great distraction, you know, it's like, okay, I need to get these guys' minds off of like fixing the election. So we're going to start talking about Epstein and dropping Epstein stuff and everyone gets so excited. Well, um, you know, it would probably do some good if the public would write in to the attorney general and demand that he quo warrento Jay Ashcroft from his position as the chief election official, because he is clearly breaking the law and not doing his job. And if anybody wants to help, and they can't afford to donate, get a pen and paper and and write to the Attorney General, Andrew Bailey, uh, and uh, demand that he quo warranto Ashcroft. Yeah. Help yeah. quo warranto. It's, he, he did it to, what's her name um, there, that prosecutor, Allie, what's her name? Um, um, oh, what was her name? Oh, she's evil. She's an evil, evil. <laughs> um see she's been she's out of office out of sight out of mind yeah we, we got rid of her we got so many we need to do that is with that her. the st louis one yes yeah. Yeah, um starts with a k kim gardner kim gardner thank you she was against Goodness. the guy who ran um, oh yeah the governor last time yeah I remember her. um she was going after him pretty hard early in on so that's one thing that i was worried about the, the ag though is um I heard that they were going after the county assessor for doing something wrong in St. Charles, was it? Jackson County. Jackson County. Well, when I wrote my notice explaining how their taxation of private property 
is illegal and is against the rights of property. When I called him in his office to ask if he got that, he's like, well, we can't do anything really with that because we actually represent, we're supposed to be legal representation for these people. Right. Like, well, they're doing something illegal, then you're supposed to be stopping them. Well, you know, going taking that back to the election machines. Okay, Missouri is historically known on the books to not vote for any kind of tax increases. So you tell me how in 2021 and 2022, every county across the state had tax increases in, in, in their April elections, every one of them. Now, in the middle of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, how is that? Po oh, yes. We're all starving and we don't know how to pay our rent, but we're going to vote to raise our taxes. Come on now. Look at those. Those percentages were so suspect. Let me tell you. You know, that's actually a good strategy. They're probably doing against us, too. They only have to get the question on the ballot on the. Uh, yeah, the ballot for the for the amendments to be changed in our Constitution. Once they get that question you on the ballot, then the machines remotely access these machines or yeah. the embedded algorithms, you know, you, you know, fraction magic. Yeah. You know, I got to agree with um, Jay Wu here in the chat it says pen and paper. Think pitchforks and torches will be more appropriate. <laughs> We're getting to the point where the pen and the paper don't work. We may end up going to pitchforks and torches, you know, or uh, before we lose the country, you know, um, we're 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 on some rocky rocky times right now you know and i know that everyone wants to do this as as maturely lawfully and peacefully as possible well um, we want everybody to come through it right yeah. because there's glory on the other end and let me tell you uh, as much as i would love a good bonfire um <laughs> egg roast you know whatever but tar and feathering no now yeah. don't take that like i it was a slide against cops because it wasn't okay um <laughs> i just you know pick up your pen do your civic duty write a letter ding yeah. come on and handwrite those letters too um you know i yeah. just i suggest doing what what nathan does every time he sends something official um he gets you know the the paper sent back to him at least saying that they had it in their hands that's what yeah just return receipt Cause that's one thing that I, I see. Cause I can't tell oh, yeah. you how many times I tried to call senators, write my senators. And the most successful I've ever been is when I hand wrote. So, you know, emails are like, and trash. <laughs> I had, you know, I sent some certified mail out to a representative and they never picked it up and I sent it again and it sat there and sat there. I finally called the office and said, you know, that it's violation of law for you not to pick that up yeah. because I'm a constituent. Yep. You know, I certified mailed that to you and I have the right address. So you got to go. Oh, man, they shuffled across the street and picked it up. <laughs> we'll just let that sit there for a couple months until the issue is no longer relevant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They tried to tell me that the post office didn't deliver to their office anymore. Uh, I was like, well, yeah, you know, of course, of all the places they stopped. Like, it just happened. Oh, we haven't been to that mailbox in, you know, a week. And Tracy's like, go. <laughs> Sign for. Wow. Um, that, that, uh, the thing you were talking about that people should get up and write first, that oh, is uh, definitely absolutely true. Because if you're so willing to grab your firearms for the Second Amendment to stand up for this country, how much better it will be to avoid that conflict and do it through the Constitution and show this country that our Constitution still has the power. Absolutely. And you're wielding it. That's the that's the major rush is you are wielding the power of that constitution. Yep. Pen is mightier than the sword. Yeah, I was just gonna say the pen is mightier than the yep. sword. 
And while it doesn't feel like it at the time, like, I mean, Tracy and I know what it's like to feel defeated, right? Mm -hmm. We know what it's like to feel like we've done so much work and, and not see anything. But the fact is, is we're getting a whole lot on the record. That's it. Yes. On the record. On the record where this plausible deniability, all these people, all these corrupt um, politicians that are currently in office, this is how we're going to take them all out in one fail swoop because we've gotten everything on the record. So when it does come down, it's not going to be hard to get them all out of there. No. Just, I, I'm going to go through here what DJ Bupazi says. She says, uh, um, they can't read cursive. So if you're writing a letter to your Congress, make sure they're older than 35 years old. <laughs> You know, one thing to remember is they all have district offices. <laughs> yes. And those offices are open. Well, are they though? Mm, is anybody really at the district office? Yeah. The staff is. They have yeah. the, you know, you have their state house staff and then you have their office staff. You're gonna you can and you make and you may catch your rep there every once in a while. Well, no matter how bad things but they'll know you. That is true. Huh? They'll know you. Oh, they know me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they, they know you. No matter how bad things get, there are two points I like to make to kind of give encouragement. First, <clears throat> during the revolutionary times and before that, think of how long these patriots had fought before the actual battles came. Yeah. The Sons of Liberty, I think, were a decade before the, the actual heightening of the Declaration of Independence. And the second is God is in control. We're all Christians that believe in a higher power and he is keeping his hand on this. And this is a country that he's put his hand on and we're just fighting back. Absolutely. And that's, that is the, that is the difference is our faith. And, and I think that, that God has, I think that as long as Christians are obedient to God's callings, I think it's going to be the Christians that, that end up doing this, right? Because if, as long as we're obedient and, there's no self-serving purposes like for me and Tracy. This was a straight calling. We're not doing this to write a book. We're not doing this to be on a podcast. We're not doing this for any other reason, oh, yeah. but we're trying to save our country, trying to save Amen. our state. That's and, and also practicing obedience with Christ. And I think that yes. as long as we are, he 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 will fight along with us. And um, mm -hmm. he's victorious. He don't lose. No. So and I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, the, the one thing, um, you know, is you've got the, the Christians that are willing to fight the ones that understand that, that Christ is utilizing us down here to do work, you know what I'm saying? And not just sit and wait for the rapture. Um, then you got a lot of, you know, some of the other Christians that are literally sitting back and waiting for the rapture, not doing anything going, God's got all this in his hands. And, and, you know, do I believe that God's won this? Absolutely. 100%. But I also believe that um, he is using us as his voice, as his hands and his feet right here on this Absolutely. earth. Absolutely. He's going to ask every single one of you what it is that you did when he gave you the tools and the weapons to facilitate that win. Mm -hmm. And, and then I, you that's all I'm looking for at the end of the day. You, there you go. Good and faithful servant. Like right. that's, yeah. that's the only thing I'm looking for. Right. And if God tells you to go slay some giants, you go slay some exactly. giants. Exactly. Like right on, we're right we're not on. trying to get our names in the history books. We're trying to get our names in the book of life. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mine but mine's already in there. I'm just, right. I'm just yeah, and as long as that door hits on the back and not in front of my nose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, how is this? We're already in there, but we're looking for that gold star to be right next to our name. 
<laughs> Looking for that mansion in heaven, right? <laughs> exactly. I don't imagine they'll all be mansions. Or you well, won't you, care. You actually, like, the Bible says that uh, according to um, your deeds down here is the mansion for you waiting in heaven. Mm -hmm. So while everybody, you know, I mean, while if you're a Christian, you're going to get in. But I think there are, like my grandma, I guarantee you she's got she's got a place up on the hill in heaven that has the best view ever, I can guarantee you. We don't because, even need a house. Does it rain in heaven? We're just I know, being... <laughs> right? I just want to sleep on the clouds. Like, That's a good question. Not exactly. No. And ultimately, that's, I'm oh, sorry, Carly. I, um, let me real quick. No, um, no, go ahead. That's one thing, though, is that, you know, we, we talked about this last night, is that you, know, you you have to operate and do what God needs you to do on this earth, but we can't get completely absorbed in it. You know, and it's one thing recently someone taught me is, you know, walking with or behind Christ, not in front of you. Because, you know, when we walk out in front of them, we're looking for the answers when Christ has them. So wouldn't it be easier just to walk with him or behind him? You know what I'm saying? You know, exactly. And, and that's the thing is that, you know, and I understand, um, you know, it, it's hard. It's one thing that, that we fight with often, you know, is, you know, between the spirit and the flesh is that as humans, you know, we see the tyranny in this world. We see the child trafficking, the satanic stuff. We see just everything going on. And it's hard for us not to want to pick up the torches and, and the pitchforks, you know, but, you know, God hasn't called on that yet. You know, maybe one day he'll be like, hey. I need you guys to throw some rocks at some giants and we'll step up to do so. Um, but we also have to be real careful because the evil in this world would be so happy right now to pull us into a civil war and, and it would, it would fix all their problems. We're, we're nowhere near. Um, we're nowhere Go ahead. We're, we're okay. So we may be paying more in gas. We may be, we may be paying more for bread. We may be uncomfortable, but we are not uncomfortable yeah. like i'm still got my lights on got my hot you know like it is not 1776 bad right now <laughs> like we need to we need to stick with the pen we need to get more people involved we need to start getting more things on the record like i think we could it, we could get a whole lot worse i'm not saying it's great by any stretch but i'm saying that that i think um you know as long as you know, I'm finding I'm uncovering all of this stuff from the pajamas on my couch, right? I'm not, like struggling financially, but we're not pitchfork yet, right? Like, yeah, I think that 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 is exactly where they want us to go, and they want a civil war. They yeah, want, yeah. they they are trying to get us there, um, and I think the more they they throw at us and we don't do it, the more desperate in the death rattles that we're going to hear. So I think it is important that we don't um, jump off the cliff, jump off the cliff. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't. What is that trait? You don't don't remodel the kitchen to bake the cake. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, um, yeah. It, how it, many of those people need to be saved? Yeah. Well, how, all many, people, how many? All how many? How many? All of them. So yeah, who's, who's them. Yeah. if you're running around with your pitchforks and you're and your tiki torches how many people are you trying to save if you're trying to stab and burn everybody <laughs> yeah exactly that's that's all we need to you know if it ever gets to that point to pitchfork and torch the people that have it coming and i hope it never gets to that point but like i said it's certainly not each other it's not the citizens of the country it's i'd rather educate people yeah i'd rather educate people on these machines and how they're being tricked and manipulated um not only using them but being forced to use them yeah 
You know, you have to remember that we did not elect these machines into our voting process and vote voting is reserved for the people and the people should absolutely have a say in how they want to conduct their elections. And uh, I do not believe the machines, uh, although technology is nice, it technology is hackable. We all know that we've all had data hacks. Uh, or so-called data hacks, right? Because if you haven't figured out they're stealing your personal identification by now through these little crazy hacks, you you really are asleep. Um, But again, we want to educate people. Yeah. I've had my identity stolen and it was so bad. They were like, here, you can have that. Back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, during when I started this, I'm I am on my third. Is it third or fourth? I can't remember. I lost count. I'm on my I think third or fourth hard drive. Wow. Yes. I have had so many things happen. I have really bizarre things too. Like I've had a mat right when we started, right in like the maladministration. I think when we started, we had a 42 or 48 um, a bit locker encryption code put onto my hard drive. Oh, I was wow. like, I didn't do that. You know, and it <laughs> rendered it useless because you can't, can't get into it. Yeah. Well, then it got that? into it. They, they destroyed it again, just disconnected the hard drive. I'm not sure how they did that. But yeah, I've had to go through a lot of them. So it's real. I mean, the, the hacks are for sure. They're hacking in, but. Um, Ask Sharon Atkinson how that how that goes. Yeah. Remember the former yeah. CBS reporter? Oh, during the Obama administration. Oh, yeah. Ask James Rosen. Mm-hmm. You get spied yeah. on. Buzz. Yeah. It's so bad that when you first started doing this, didn't they do something in the state system that removed your license? Oh, there was your real estate license, Allie. Oh yeah, what was that? They were, um, yeah, my my real yeah, my license. I had to. Um, what was that? God, that there's so much like stuff. Like it never that's showed up. It didn't exist. That you didn't take it or something. Yeah, but it, it wasn't in there. Yeah, and I had to go back and retake the whole test. Wow. And there was something strange. It was like because it wasn't at the time that it was due to renew. Like in your license, you know, if you're a real estate agent, you understand. Like it comes up religiously at the same. But it just all of a sudden just poof disappeared. They didn't have any. They didn't have anything of it, and there was like we don't, you know, you have to just take it again. So I had to pay and take the court i i did do everything all over again it's been a disaster like one thing after another now recently it hasn't been so bad but when we first started it was one thing after another after another after another um i think they're they just try to wear us out they do yeah that's a big part of it is just wearing us down but um so we got about three minutes before i go into prayer so uh, I'm going to, um, I'll, I'll start with Tracy and then I'll move to you and just let me know if you guys have anything that you want to say to um, the people listening uh, before we, we end up, there's something that you guys just kind of want to round this up with. Okay. Yeah, I do. Um, you know, recently over 3,200 people across the nation um, signed on to an amicus brief that is filed with SCOTUS right now uh, supporting Donald Trump. We are the only ones that addressed jurisdiction. And what that means is we're saying Colorado didn't have the jurisdiction to remove Donald Trump from the ballot for insurrection that didn't occur in Colorado. Um, This is very historical. And uh, for anyone that wants to tune in, 
it would be at uh, supremecourt.gov slash oral arguments slash live dot ASPX. Uh, and that's tomorrow. So yay for the people, because this is a historic document. Yes. That we we are actually arguing the Ninth and Tenth Amendment for the people. Nice. The, the right is reserved for us. Oh, beautiful. And I would just add that, um, you know, no matter how small um, you're a, a part that you play in, in any part of God's plan, don't ever underestimate that. So whether, you know, if you feel called to do whatever, write a letter, do something, whatever it is, don't ever um, think it's too small of an act because yeah. we need everybody to collectively do something. Amen. Uh, and that includes everybody listening. And and that's, what's going to save this country. So we got to start doing something. Amen. There, there's, there's no little thing when you're doing something to save the country, when you're doing something to serve God, there, there is no little thing. Everything's huge. Um, Conley, you have anything to say before we take off or get in the prayer? You know, one thing that kept, I've just been thinking, it, you know, it would be good to have somebody file an amicus brief. In your case, yeah, we were thinking. I was thinking about okay. that. It's funny you say that because I was like, you know what? Now, because this is the first instance that we that there's been citizens on an Amakai. Right. So I'm thinking we could get. Where would that take time. place? How would that? How would that go? How would people? How would somebody go about do doing that for you? Um. Well, I don't know. You're gonna need your court case. Yeah. Oh yeah. Need- oh yeah. So my. Right? Case is um, at the Nomo Fraud, um, and that is also where you can go and find the the the, the filings. Um, you can donate, you can support, you can email me, um, and that's at www.nomofraud.nomofraud.com. Um, and the case numbers on there. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah, I, I was thinking about that today. And so I haven't had a chance to actually put my thoughts together on that. But um, because this Amakai has been something that has come across, you know, with the Colorado case, it's been pretty quick. Um, so I'm definitely thinking about that. And I would say if you're interested, reach out to me, email me um, on that site. I would love to get a list of names together for everybody that would be interested in an Amakai um, to get these machines removed because I'm going to get a hearing gonna be soon i just and that'll actually have that'll that'll hold that'll hold some weight exactly it doesn't matter who just it'll hold some weight yes the more names the more names that are that are attached to that case what we did we did something similar it wasn't an amakai but we had everybody write in to the judge and not to say that to to side with me they just said let give her her hearing we want to know we are citizens of this state and we have a right. We're citizens of St. Charles County. We have a right to know and to see the evidence that this candidate feels happened in her election. And we want that done. And there were what, Tracy, like a hundred? Oh yeah. There was and judge didn't even care. Wow. Everybody wrote in. Wow. Nathan. Well, I was actually going to ask you where people can go to check out the case and donate, but you just answered that question. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> com. So that was com, And I'll make sure to put that up on our Kilted Christian uh, Telegram as well. I'm going to try to do my best to look at the Constitution and see where there might be something in there that could help that I could write a notice for too, because that'd be nice to start writing in my elected officials and say, this is your job get it done yeah well we've got i've got something we can send you 
Wonderful. Looking forward to it. And then you could put your your Nathan spin on it. My Nathan spin. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I want to thank you both, um, all of you, for coming on tonight. It was a great conversation. Um, We're extremely thankful for everything that you guys are doing. And, you know, one thing that we have to realize is, you know, first and foremost, it's God. You know, serving God the way that we can. But what falls under that is what we're doing right here on this earth. And, you know, Father's coming back for us. We don't know when that time is. So right now... We got some work to do, fixing the elections, making things as fair as possible, fixing this this broken temple that we've got here around the world and these governments and protecting our children. You know, it's another big thing is is protecting those that cannot protect themselves. So we've got a lot of work to do. Um, like I said, we know how this ends. You know, it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable. And just like you were saying earlier, you know, you know, we're not uncomfortable completely here yet. You, all you have to do is just put things into perspective Whenever you feel like the weight of this country is getting on you, look over to a third world country and see how happy some of those people are literally living in an Adobe hut. So um, we are doing rather well over here um, and it will reach a point of being uncomfortable economy and so forth, but we're not there yet. Um, when, When Christ said that we would all be persecuted, I'll tell you right now. We're not even close to what he was talking about. Not even close. And that's mm-hmm. where I, I don't mean to discount like where we're at because I think it's in a really bad place. But I can tell you we're, we're not we're not we're, we're in for a big surprise if we think this is uncomfortable because it can get a whole lot worse. Oh, yeah. I just think we stop it before that. And we can do it because we can do anything because we are Americans, not Americans. <laughs> Amen. Well said. Yes. Yes. So. Um, as always, we uh, end with a little prayer. Most important thing we could possibly do during this time, one of the greatest weapons that we have um, oh, to counteract everything. So if everybody would please bow their heads, we will get into a little spiritual warfare. Heavenly Father, thank you again for all that you bless us with. Thank you for all of the fighters that we have right here in this country and countries around the world. Father, we have focused so much on what's happening in our own little part of the world, just right here in America, that we need to step up and realize that all countries around this world are going through the same tyranny that we're going through. They're going through the same problems. We are in this together. So, Father, I asked during a time where Satan is doing everything he can to intervene in our lives, make things more difficult, put the turmoil in our lives, dear Lord. Just give us the strength to bear through it because you never hand us anything that we can't handle. And I thank you for that, Father. Continue to work in our lives. Let us unify when the devil's trying to divide us. Let us become strong. Let's realize that we are not each other's enemies, Father, that we have our real enemies in this world. And that's who we need to focus on. Father, I ask your Lord that you pray for one of our sisters, and I'm not going to mention the name because I'm not sure it's a private prayer or not, but um, it's a sister that we all know very well that joins us very frequently right here in our chat and all the other ones who is going through some very um, troubling times right now, one attack after the other from the devil, dear Lord. And I just ask and I pray that you get into their lives and, and just pull all the evil stuff that the devil is trying to put into their lives away. Because the closer we get to you, the more we step up, the more we serve you the more difficult our lives get in many ways because the devil does not want us doing what we're doing. But it's quite an honor, dear Lord, because if we are a target, then we're doing the right thing. We're doing it for you. So continue to give us the strengths that we need, dear Lord. Just work in our lives. Give us the wisdom, the discernment, the courage that we're going to need to navigate these times. And Father, one of the most important things is the patience. Give us the same patience for others that you gave us when we were in the worst parts of our lives, dear Lord. Let us remember to pray for our enemies because one day those enemies may become one of our greatest allies and some of the greatest warriors that you've got on this battlefield. Dear Lord, 
We were all imperfect people, but you loved us enough to get us to the point today. So we should love others to get them to this point. So let us spend every moment that we have, dear Lord, working for your service right here on this earth as we would do in heaven, dear Lord. Let us focus one eye in heaven and one eye on this earth. We can continue protecting those that cannot protect themselves. We can continue praying for those that need prayers and ask for the healing for many of those that are going through both emotional and physical issues right now. But dear Lord, you've always come through and you always answer the prayers. And sometimes we get impatient, but we were trying to work on our time and not yours. But you are always on time, dear Lord. You're never early. You're never late. You are always on time. So let us never forget that. Let us never forget to praise you for all the beautiful things that you've given us in our lives and not get distraught over the things that we don't have in our lives, dear Lord. Because just like you give us what we need, you also take away what we don't need. And we have to remember, dear Lord, that you only have our best interest in mind. And I thank you for that. Thank you for all that you've given us. Thank you for this family that you build more and more every day, dear Lord. And just continue to give us the, the inspiration that we need to know how this ends. To give us the patience to work to these times. And to give us all the strengths and skills that we need to complete the missions that you have set us forth. We love you with all of our hearts, dear Lord, and we are grateful for everything you've given us. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. 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 Right on, right on, right on. Well, that was a wonderful show. As you can see, my, my dog likes to hop. Whenever I say the word prayer, he's always in my lap. <laughs> she, he gets so excited when I say the word. See, I just said it again. He's like, what? We're going to pray again? We're praying again? again? Let's do it again. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I loved your little Yorkie. That was a Yorkie, yeah. right? You've got a yeah. Yorkie? Beautiful little pup. A two of them, yeah. Oh, yeah. Little tiny ones, yeah. I love those little guys. I, I always got the border collie because I feel like I would squash my Yorkies. <laughs> <laughs> they are much smarter and a lot less stubborn. What? Border collies or Yorkies? Or, yeah, border collies are much smarter and a lot less stubborn. Yeah, unless you're my puppy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe there's an exception. Yeah, she... Our Yorkies are known for being extremely stubborn. Oh, they, like, yeah. Well, they they are. I've got, like I said, it's it's puppy stubborn right now. So she spends a little time in what we call the the repentance cage. Yeah, we've got a, a puppy border collie who spends a little time every day in her repentance cage, apologizing for the things that she's done wrong. <laughs> I've been looking for a border Yorkie. Oh, that'd be awesome. That's what I've been looking really for. Hard to even. Mm -hmm. I don't think how that even works? Well, yeah, I not either. But I'm still looking. I did. Like, that's like mm -hmm. that's like a yeah. mastiff. I, I did see a dog the other day. Mastiff. It was a it was a mix of a golden retriever and a dachshund, and the guy was trying to figure out if they called it a uh, a weenie retriever or a golden wiener. And I'm like, I don't think either of those sound very good. Golden wiener. Golden wiener. Or a yeah, wiener retriever. I think that's the name. That sounds like a Democrat. Kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thing. We, Wiener, which that's like a San Francisco dog. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like what is that? What was that? Schiff? What did Schiff have those urination parties? What were that thing he was blaming on Trump? Oh, yeah, the golden showers. Oh, yeah, the golden showers. That was it. Oh, yeah. man. Urination party, golden shower, same thing. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was, that was good. I enjoyed that. And I, I certainly appreciate Nathan. Thanks for thinking of us. I, I'm so glad I'm, that. I mean, shoot, I can't believe it's been this long. Gosh, here we are again. Hopefully there's not two more years that go by before. I'm... Well, hopefully next time you come on the show, you can oh, give us an the update. That... Yeah, next time you, well, we'll get you on a lot quicker than we did this last time. But next time you come on, you're going to be like, we won. We won. We won. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I want to thank you, uh, Tracy. I want to thank you, Allie. You guys are amazing. Once again, yeah. the fight you're putting up, absolutely great. Wonderful conversation tonight. And uh, we are all very grateful um, for what you're doing. And we're going to keep you in the prayers as you move forward. Because, uh, you know, you step on the right toes. You need the prayers. You definitely. I need the prayers even if I don't. Like, <laughs> all, the yes. all the prayers is, is the best currency you got, right? Exactly. So, um, yeah, I appreciate it. And, and thanks boys. I, I appreciate the conversation and just getting the word out there. Absolutely. And, uh, good luck to both of you. Um, Conley brother, thank you so much for joining us tonight, man. Always a pleasure. You're looking great. You're sounding a lot better. So I'm glad you're on thank demand. You. And then uh, thanks for giving me a reason to wear pants. Yeah, exactly, man. You know, it is man. <laughs> it now that you're not wearing them. It's over. <laughs> Conley's like, it's over. Conley's like, I haven't right. wore pants since the last time I was on your show. Wow. <laughs> Mm, no well, pants are the best pants. Exactly. That's right. I'm doing a Hannity. We're just glad he didn't come on in, in the thong this time. <laughs> well, that's why I didn't stand up. <laughs> but, uh, and then Moonwolf brother, thank you so much. Like Nathan's always here with me. He, he lives here, you know, so I get to, I, I'm blessed to have him right next to me in the studio when he pops on. So. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, and so Nathan will know as soon as we do get a hearing or we get, a ruling of some sort. So we'll, we'll be in touch and we'll keep you updated on, um, on our progression and how close we are to winning. Fantastic. Exactly. Well, God bless you both. We'll definitely stay in contact. Um, thank you so much. And prayers are continued. I'm going to make sure to put your information up on our Kilted Christian, uh, telegrams. So people can get in contact with you and we'll certainly keep pushing this forward for you. Um, so that you guys have everything that you need from us. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's all. That's that's all we can ask for. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, God bless you both. And thank all of you here that joined us tonight. I'm in the chat. Those who are going to be listening on later during the publication. You're all amazing. And I am so thankful for all that you are doing. Joining us here. Like I said, the fight begins first. We have to, we have to serve God. We have a fight of information before we go to the rocks and the swords. And you guys know I have to fight that one every single day, but there's ways to do this properly and lawfully and in God's way. But we got to be ready for that call. If God says it's time to go to another level, we got to be ready to do that because God knows how this all ends. So we just got to put all of our faith and trust in him. But I know you all have that. So I love you all. I am thankful for everything that you do. God bless you. Um, thank you for listening to Kilt the Christian episode 539. Uh, Tracy and Allie Graff, our guests this evening with the Conley and Noonwolf. Tomorrow night, we'll be back for episode 540 with MSM Liars and possibly Evren if he um, has the time between his obligations and coming in. So I'll let you guys know for sure, but Evren will be on within the next week. Um, as well, I'm hoping to get Douglas here on Friday. And then next Tuesday, we're going to have uh, Johnston from the Godcast coming on here. So we're going to have another great conversation. But I love you all. Have an absolutely beautiful night. We will see you tomorrow evening for MSM Liars Thursday. In the meantime, I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming
Have an absolutely beautiful night. Remember this, God wins. We've got nothing to worry about. So fear not, stress not, let go of all your anxiety. Pray, pray, pray. Keep in prayer, never stop. Spread that gospel from nation to nation. We're going to get through this just fine because once again, like I said, God wins. So as for now, I love you all very much. We'll see you tomorrow night for Kilt to Christian episode 540 with MSM Liars Thursday. And in the words of Conley, see ya, bye, and God bless.